So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. Whatever time you are listening to this, you are actually on the Little Talks podcast uh, featuring myself, Paula Hutchinson. Um, if you have not had a chance to subscribe, I certainly encourage you to subscribe. We have some amazing women that come on all of the time that have both traditional and non-traditional businesses with some advice that you can use if you are um, somebody that is interested in starting your own business, hope to start your own business anytime soon. Uh, maybe you've just gotten started and maybe running into a few little hiccups. We have some people who have maybe kind of been through that a little bit. It can help guide you. Um, and so today I'm very excited to have a young lady on the uh, podcast today. Uh, we met um, a few years ago, and she has been at just about every event I've had with the exception of one or two, and I just saw her in March at our annual um, Stiletto Pitch and Strut, Strut, which is a a crowdfunding, a micro-lending for women. Women of color have a chance to actually pitch their ideas worth sharing on their businesses, and we um, have judges that come in, ask them the questions that we need to have asked to see how we can benefit their business, and then we actually choose winners um, one, two, or three, but we never actually have anyone that doesn't win any prize money. They re- receive prize money and services and so on and so forth. And so I am very excited today that we have someone that is actually going to be um, sharing her truth a little bit, and her name is Benita Baycote. Um, Before we got on the call, y'all, I had to make sure that I got that right <laughs> phonetically. Um, so welcome, Benita, to Stiletto Talks. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so excited because you just have such good energy. Your posts on social media, your content in reference to your products um, and your business in general is just always so positive and uplifting. So I am excited to have you today because I want to kind of get some of your backstory so you do have a job as well as a business, correct? Yes, I work full-time, and, and I also have my Avon business as well. Okay. So, ladies, I know that sometimes this is a million-dollar question, um, and so do I keep my day job or do I just go all in and start my business? Well, it depends on the person, and so everybody is unique. You know what your needs are your finances, but I will say this, do not get caught up in the social media hype and you just say, you know, I feel like today is the day that I'm going to stop. Develop you a plan, um, and it, or and in some cases some people are forced into entrepreneurship by maybe a layoff or something like that, but it still takes structure. So if you are a person that's maybe scared or if you are a person that just need you're looking for extra income, definitely having a business um, and I want to want you all to note what she said. I have my Avon business. She did not use the term side hustle. Um, it is a very cute phrase, but side hustle also gives sometimes the, um, the implication that your, all of your services are discounted. So I like that, Benita. No, it is a business. <laughs> yes, you heard that, a business. She put the extra emphasis on the B. So we're going to get on into it. So um, talk to me a little bit about, um, in our audience, about your business. Um, what is um, the name of your business, of course, and um, just how do you operate it? Okay. So I call my business Avon by Benita. Um, it is an Avon business. 
Um, so we, we have different things that we carry as far as clothing, makeup, um, skin care, just different items, home um, items as well. Um, a lot of people, when they hear Avon, they automatically think makeup and skin care, but it's so much more than that. And in addition to selling products, we also teach other people how to, how to do the same things that we do. So it's not just selling products. It's also bringing other people in and sharing with them how they also can be successful in business. Awesome. So you all not only sell the products, but you actually provide uh, opportunities for other um, people to get in and share into the business or become a partner with you, if you will. Yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. So we did discuss that you uh, have a job and you have your business. So the number one question that I get in my inbox, email, or whenever I'm at an event, I think at the last Stiletto um, Pitch and Strut, the event ended at 4.30, but we did not leave to 6.30 because so many people had questions about about this very thing, and that is balancing work and business. So how do you do it? You have to set your own schedule. Um, One of the things I like about being my own business owner is I schedule my own business. So nobody tells me when to work it. Nobody tells me when not to work it. And so you have to to be consistent with some type of schedule. Um, In addition to that, there's so many different softwares now that you can use to help automate business. So you have to get into automating posts and things like that on social media because that allows me to be able to still run my business, but yet I'm not physically doing it at this minute. You know, um, Sundays, like for me, Sundays is a good time to go online and start automating posts and setting them up for the week. So I do that a lot of times on Sundays. Um, And then after that I may come in later on, you know, during the week and fill in some little gaps or whatever but my main posts are already automated to go out on social media. Um, There's all kinds of apps that you can use. Um, I also have a texting app that I use, and I'm able to set up, um, I'm able to set up in advance text messages to go out to my clients. So I can tell them, hey, a new brochure is launched. Go online and check it out at this address. I'm able to give them order reminders but it's all automated, so it makes it a lot easier for me as far as dealing with the time thing. And then um, in addition, you have to schedule time for yourself. Um, That's one of the things that you have to learn as you go through it. You can't do everything. You have to learn when to say yes, when to say no, and then you also have to have that time for just you. Um, And so pencil yourself in on the books. It doesn't matter what it is. But I have to take an off weekend, you know, working full-time, working a business, and then having other other things that you're doing in life with with church and uh, volunteering and things like that. You have to schedule some me time or else you're going to run yourself down. And once you do that, you're no good for anybody. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. You gave so many tips and nuggets. That's a whole sermon. A benediction. <laughs> we got a little collection play action happening. We didn't had the choir, church announcement. We didn't did it all just that fast. And something that you brought up that is just really key, um, uh, which you brought up so many things, but you brought up the word automation. And um, 
ladies, if you all are not aware and you're not following my website, ApollaJHutchinson.com, you definitely need to because we are headed to Punta Cana um, next year. And one of the things we're going to be discussing is actually what Benita Beko just brought up, and that is automation. What I have noticed, I've heard women say that, hey, I have to make all my posts from the tub. Um, you're on your job, you're all in the closet, you're talking about you're making a run, you're taking these extended lunch periods and you're actually losing money, um, and you're finding yourself where you actually grow to hate having your own business because it seems like it's a chore and a task. Um, but something that Benita actually brought up is that she's still able to take time for herself by creating uh, the ability to have some free time. So she sets aside time to do all of her postings for the week. Now, if you have an iPhone, your iPhone has made us all really aware of how much time we actually have our phone in our hand and open by actually it has something called time schedule, screen time, which I could take that and just throw it in the trash because I hate it. Uh, but it does allow you the opportunity to see how much you're posting or, or, or spending time on something. And what Benita has actually brought up is that she's actually making better use of her time by automating. Um, just out of curiosity, because I'm curious, um, and especially for those of us who are over 40, and you remember when television went off, so we're going to give Anita <laughs> to help us a little bit. Uh, Anita, what apps do you generally use for uh, your, autom your personal automation? Well, the good thing is with uh, Avon, they actually have a, a social tool that we're able to use. So I actually use their social tool. Um, oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. And so that, that makes it a whole lot easier um, for for us, um, they're a, we're able to use some of their posts that they already have made, and then in addition to that, we're able to upload our own content as well using their uh, social media. So I use so the cool I'm thing using is that already free. That <laughs> and that's just what I was about to get to. So a lot of times when um, people go into um, business, and especially if they are maybe doing something that's established, um, and I'm going to not try necessarily use any plugs, but such as Avon or Mary Kay or something like that, what I have found is that most people fail at it because they do not use all the tools that are available to them. And automation yeah. is certainly a free tool that is available to you in many uh, cases. Now, for those of you who are creating your own business, what I have personally found is Hootsuite is also a really good one uh, that you can schedule yourself out. You really do not have the time to be scrolling on social media, and sometimes you'll find that you lose sense of time. You're scrolling, trying to catch the vibe of everybody. That takes you about 30 minutes, like at minimum, each time you pick your phone up and open it to an app. Of social media. And so when you do that, if you think about you pick up your phone 10 times in a day and 30 minutes, that is 300 minutes. So you start thinking about that, that's a, that is hours. So, Benita, thank you for bringing up that really important point to consider automation. If you have a website or something like that of your own and you built one like with Wix, they actually have a lot of automation tools and a lot of virtual assistants and kits that you can use to allow you to create uh, automated time responses, as Benita stated. She can send out her emails, her texts, she schedules everything, and then she may pop in through the week as she sees some other things come up that are relevant 
she'll actually add them in through the week. So it looks like she has a fluid line of consistency through the week. Because keep in mind, in order to have business, you have to have consistent content. So Benita has found a way to have the consistent content without actually being just addicted to looking at her phone or whatever device she's utilizing to uh, create her posts. So that was very good. Um, and Benita, also, you, okay, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Also, Facebook has a lot of those tools as well that you can use. If you have a business group or a business page, you're able yes. to schedule posts that way as well. So utilize pretty much what's in the software that you're already using, um, and that will help a lot as well. And that is just something that's so important, y'all. I mean, I cannot stress to you enough. You will find yourself in your office or where wherever your little cubbyhole is at home or if you have actually gotten a new brick-and-mortar space. Uh, but often most people who have small business start out at home. And so you will find yourself in your famous chair forever doing something and not actually making moves because you're you're so busy trying to identify what's going on and then you're trying to post and all of this stuff at, like in live time. Definitely do yourself a, a favor and, and free yourself up some by automation. If they want to um, find out more about you, they also have the ability. You can always put what's called a call to action into your post. So if you have a website, and what I noticed, Benita, you do that a lot, you have a lot of links. So she has a call to action that is generally in most of her posts so that you can go straight to her link and shop and and scroll and see what you need, and you can ask any questions or reach out to her in reference to any parties or if you need to order any type of products that she may have. So that was really good. And then making time for yourself. Um, At what point did you realize that you needed to schedule yourself just some free time, especially when you had, you realize like, okay, hey, my business is taking off, you know, work, it's already there. Then you add the addition of a successful business. When did you realize that you needed to take some time for yourself? I really started realizing this more so um, probably around 2017. I was the worship leader at my church. Um, I was doing the finance in the finance office as well, working full time, running a business, and volunteering. And so my time was very slim, and around the end of the year, I was really agitated because, one, a lot of things that I had planned for myself I didn't get done. Um, The other thing was I was tired. I was finding myself tired a lot. And And so at that point I realized I have to take some time for me, one, to get my personal things done, secondly, just to relax. And so one of the things that I've started doing now is I literally pencil time in for myself. Once a quarter, I do nothing one weekend um, out of the month, out of that quarter. And if that means I have to travel just so I can say no, then I travel. So um, like March, I went to Houston. I was at my sister's house. Um, So therefore, you can call me all you want to, but I cannot run and do anything because I am in Houston at my sister's. And so it made it a lot wow. easier for me to just say no. <laughs> right. And I often find that when you start your own business and and you and especially if you have another job, I, I notice that a lot of the ladies struggle um with being able to say the words no, um, finding time to get their own personal things done. And what happens is they generally put the business to the side 
and trying to get everything done instead of you identifying some time to actually create that balance. So that's awesome that you have figured out how to do that. Um, what are some of your challenges in your business? Um, I think one of the challenges is probably more so um, – all in business, everything is about relating to people. And so you have to find a place where you can relate. Um, and then at the same time, we, it's still with that no. I think that's my biggest challenge, even still, because we have to gauge things. Is it profitable and is it worthwhile? And a lot of the time, right. you know, we want to say yes to everything. And it's not always profitable. It's not always worthwhile. So you have to learn how to gauge that. What is profitable? What's worthwhile? Um, are you making Are you making connections when you're doing this vending event? Because if you're not making connections, you're really just wasting time. You're wasting money. <laughs> you know. So if you see right, like that, right. Um, originally, I, I was started off when I was doing a lot of vending events and just going, and then I had to sit back and pay attention at some of the vending events because the same people will contact you over and over again to do their vending events, but you sold tickets to a vending event and you only had five people here. So the vendors were all selling to each other, you know, and you have to look right. at things like that because that's a waste of your resources at that moment, you know. Right. Um, and I've been there as well. So, and, and Benita actually brought up something that is really key, especially when you're trying to put yourself out there. A lot of us uh, travel the vending circuits, uh, women's empowerment expos. Um, again, I also have my own. Uh, we do uh, a lot of stiletto talks, uh, pop-up shops. Um, and Benita has been a faithful vendor for years, with the exception of two, and I think she may have been out of town. And like she stated, a lot of times you may make your money back and you may not. So you have to start weighing out what are the other things that are, are, are just as important as the currency you would have made the money. Um, do you have connections? Do you know what something else is coming up? How, were you able to build up your email list? Um, did you build up a pipeline um, for something else that's coming up? Did you get to meet a contact that can maybe help you get into something, a larger event that you were looking to get into down the way? Will they provide you other opportunities to maybe host something for you? Or even do you have enough contacts to create your own pop-ups? So I, I certainly agree with that. Um, I have found that sometimes – even for myself, people have charged exorbitant fees, um, and it may be an inaugural event. And so because – and then they may have picked a weekend where there's just a lot of things going on, and that person may not be known yet for having events. Um, and for myself, it took me some time to actually get – to where, you know, look, y'all, this is it. We work, we're on the way. We're coming. You know, now when we have an event, you know, people know, you know what to expect. But at first they did not. So like you said, you have to see, is it going to be advantageous along the way? Um, and to see all of you all travel the vending circuits now and actually um, have grown your businesses so much. And many of you I know met for the first time at my events means a lot to me because that's also the thing. You should be able to leave an impact. So as a a person that hosts the vendors, and, and as a vendor myself, I look for the same things that you look for. Mm-hmm. So that is really good information. Um, and I must say she has an awesome booth every time you go to her booth. It's also well organized, having a very organized event. And something that you just brought up to Benita uh, was saying no. 
saying no, we're going to have to do something else with that one. Saying no is just hard. (laughs) It is so hard to say no, especially when it's all of your friends that are actually having these pop-up events, and you need to say no. (laughs) And, you know, and and they may be utilizing your face because they know you have a a pretty booth or a pretty space, and they know that if you're there, that may draw some other people in. And that's when you realize that you're more valuable sometimes than maybe the currency that will be passed. And and just sometimes you have to be able to say no because it's, it's just too much. And most events are like at least three to four hours. So that is definitely something even I struggle with today as well. Um, now we're going to get to, uh, since we talked about your challenge, and that really wasn't too, too bad. Um, what are some of your successes? So I've watched you grow by leaps and bounds, but, of course, I know her, so I'm going to politely step to the side right quick and allow her <laughs> to talk about her successes. What have been some of your greatest successes in your business? Um, growth, and that is in, in, in profitability as well as in um, personally. I am actually an introvert, so I tend to shy away from people. That's just naturally me. And so being a business owner, one of the things that it's made me do is to step out of what is necessarily comfortable to me. Um, Because I have to get out there and try to develop relationships. And I'm one of these people, I am good sitting in the house by myself with the door shut. (laughs) And that is always been me. (laughs) So it challenged me pretty much to come out and, and try to meet people and open up a little more. And so that has been one of the greatest things that I have got out of my business is learning how to develop relationships better. Um, that, that's one. And then also, you know, I, I have a team of people that are under me now that I, that I mentor. And um, when I first started trying to do do the mentoring thing, I could never keep people under me. And, <laughs> and I've been blessed because, you know, people come in and they're looking for instant success. A lot of people don't right. realize you still have to work. It does not Please say it again. Come. It Please does not it instantly work. You have yes. to work that. And so, a lot of people but come in and they something. expect but Benita just said something, y'all. I had to hop in. I know we, we this not like a video, but I had to hop in on this because what she just said is so important that I hope you get on each and every each and every podcast that we put out. Business does not come necessarily overnight. You got to put in work. So if you know if it's maybe you're trying to get out of a job. Let your dislike for that job or let, let your future, your, what your future can look like, be your driving force. You have to have something that's going to drive you um, to work your business. Um, and what you said is so important is that, you know, it's not overnight. So go ahead and please continue. But I had to interject that because that was a good one. That was a good one. So what I've had to learn is people come into business for different things. And we have to build a relationship with everybody. So whatever your reasoning is for coming in, my job is to help them figure out how to get what they came in here for and to be there and be supportive. And so what has happened now is that my team has grown, and I'm seeing the results of that. You know, I'm seeing the favor from actually working with my people. I'll send them, you know, emails. I try to keep up with them. Um, Of course, there's some people that are not as, you know, 
they don't talk back as much. I don't take that personally, you know. <laughs> right, but right. You have those those things. So because of that, now I'm actually making money two ways out of Avon from my sales and from my downline as well. And my sales have also increased. But a lot of that has to deal with um, persistency, dealing, you know, building relationships. Everybody is not the same. Um, each customer is different. Each client is going to be different. You're going to have people that get on your nerves. That's a part of business. You have to learn how to deal with it. Um, and I remember um, even having some customers that did not particularly pay for their order, and I remember my mama telling a lady, she's not taking your order no more because you didn't pay for your last money. You know, you <laughs> never came and got it. And I had to yeah. tell my mama, uh-uh, don't tell that lady that because – I am the business owner. I'm going to still take her order. I'm just changing my policy. So instead of her paying after it comes in, she's now just going to pay up front. I don't drop clients. They can drop me, but I will refuse to drop a client. You know, that's right. That's right. And what and you talked about, just said, was so important. So you didn't get mad at the client. You you identified with where some things may have gone wrong, and you actually made changes to your policy. And so that's another thing that causes people to give up. So I want y'all to really go back and play this podcast over and over because Bonita is dropping some success tools. And those who are being mentored by her are really getting just some um, no-nonsense tools that are very, very simple. And also coming from someone who has already told you that she is an introvert. So if you're a shy person, you're a person that really don't, you know, talk a lot. Obviously, if I have a podcast, I may talk a lot. Um, how be it ever? <laughs> you have someone who is the opposite, who has learned how to use her voice when necessary to actually inspire and to empower her team. And it has turned not only into profitability for her, but also for her downline, which is so important. That's awesome. That is so, so awesome. So I'm going to hop into something else, too, right quick. What because okay. you you get because you're getting there to and that's why I don't want to take your question away because I know <laughs> you're gonna say it in there but I want to make sure that people really get this uh, specific point. What is the one piece of advice you would give for a female business owner to know why you came into business and the reason why that's important to keep that at the forefront because you're gonna have good days you're gonna have bad days. And on those bad days, you need to remember why you came into business. Um, what is it that you want out of your business? And a lot of people, you know, it's easy to say, I want money. Okay, but what is that money affording you? What is that extra dollar? What, is, what does that actually mean to you? Does that mean um, vacationing? Does that mean, you know, paying off some bills? What does that extra dollar actually mean? Because a lot of people are going to say, well, I just want to make money. Okay, so what, what, what is that money doing for you? And you have to think about it from, those, from that standpoint because you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. Another thing is also to um, know who's in your circle. Um, wow. A lot of the time, <laughs> some of our best friends may not be the ones that are going to support you. You know, and sometimes they're sitting there and they're looking for you to fail. They're not looking for you to, to succeed. They're looking for the, okay, I know she's not going to keep up with this or I know she's not going to do this forever, you know, and they're literally sitting there waiting for that. So know who's in your circle. You know, pay attention to the signs. 
Because uh, <laughs> I just know, talked about that today. Judas there. <laughs> yes, even Judas gave Jesus a kiss. I always tell people <laughs> that. Even Judas gave Jesus a kiss. Um, one thing you talked about, especially about knowing the people that are in your circle, I actually did a um, a blog today about um, fair weather friends. And a lot of times people, fair weather friends, they think about Johnny Gill, uh, one of my favorite singers, talking about he'll be your fair weather friend, be there to the end. He's talking about the good part of fair weather friend, and it made for a good song. But I don't think people ever really listened to what he was saying. He said he was going to be there to the end. Uh, fair weather friend, and you look it up online on Google at any type of search engine, it's going to say the one that is there until difficulty comes. So like she said, you have to be careful about who's in your circle. If you know you have somebody that doesn't celebrate you, if they can't afford to buy, they should at least share your post. They should at least uh, clap when you go under your post and comment, keep people commenting, tag other people that may uh, know that maybe let's say in her case she sells Avon products you should be able to go in there and tag other people that you know or say, hey, have the books. Can you bring some books to my business or books to my job? I can't afford to buy anything, but I can host a party or something like that. And then when you win, they should celebrate you. It's nothing like having that person that that's always calling when they think you're doing bad. Um, and, and they're calling you like, oh, my sales not good. You're not doing good, huh? Well, I'm here for you. They're really not here. They're here, and they're about to get off the phone and be, girl, she about to give up already. I already knew that. That's why I wasn't going to try to be her customer. You weren't trying to be her customer because you just weren't going to be her customer. And and something that you brought up, Benita, that I share a lot, and you said it, and like I said, it doesn't matter what business you're in, you all, um, we're in two different businesses. So this is something that she has shared that is commonplace, and especially among minority female entrepreneurs, is that your friends may not support you. <laughs> they may not support you. So don't get mad. You know Kiki is, is a good, she might be good for partying, but she may not be the type of consumer that you're even looking for. When you put your stuff out there on the World Wide Web, you are out there for the world. That's what the WWW is worldwide. So that means at that point you are out there. And anyone that wants to click on that link and purchase can purchase from you, and it might not be Kiki. So just that's something that I love that you brought up that it's, it's just know your circle because you're going to be surprised. Some people that are around you, they're not rooting for you. They are the person that is putting water in the boat and instead of rowing the boat with you. So okay. you have to be mindful of that. Um, something else that she said, uh, what does the money do for you? Girl, you need to you need trademark that. What do you want the money to do for you? <laughs> Listen, everybody does not understand what she's saying, but she broke it all the way down for you. So if you know that you are in something, you say, well, I want to make money, what will the money do for you once you make it? And I think that many of us get tied up into so many things that, and just posting on social media and not realize you haven't made anything yet. You haven't made any money. And some people get so used to faking it until they make it that you're still faking. But once you start making the money, what are you going to do with the money? Are you going to put it back into your business and upgrade maybe your services, maybe upgrade some bags you were looking to have, some shirts, some marketing, um, take some more classes, 
Uh, are you going to actually put a certain percentage in the bank and savings? What do you want that money to do for you? And that was powerful. Um, and then something else that you said is, knowing why you came into the business in the first place. If you decide to be a business owner, why? Because if you don't know your why, when it's going to be easy to break you. Know your why. Because if you don't know your why, you will crumble. Because you'll be surprised. They're going to be, there is a slow, so business runs in cycles, everyone. And everybody goes to what's called a trough. A, a trough. If you know that you have hit a trough, that means that there's some things that you maybe need to identify so you can get back up and start your expansion cycle again. So when you hit that, that means that's at least two periods where you don't have, where you're not making any money. So you have to identify if this is my slow time, then I need to do something to to speed this up. This may be where you need to have specials or something like that where some money is still flowing. It may not be as much as you would normally make, but you don't want it to just come to a screeching halt. So I love the things that you brought up. Girl, you a good trainer. Like I said, I don't know. The, the, the team is winning. The team is winning. <laughs> the team is winning. So how many people do you have under you right now? I'm just curious because they are so fortunate. Um, I believe it is 13, I believe. Oh, I believe 13. oh okay, 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 over a dozen, <laughs> over a dozen. <laughs> and this is from for an introvert. I want you all to really get this. So if you're a person that's shy, you don't like talking to people, I don't know what to say to anybody. Nobody going to buy from me. What you speak out of your mouth is actually what comes into existence. And you have someone who has clearly stated that she doesn't normally talk to people and has, she has come out of a shell because she knows her why, she knew what she wanted the money to do for her, and she has built a team of 13 people. So with all of you together, that is 14. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Bonita, so with all of these nuggets and tools, how can people find you? Because if they're looking to get in Avon, they definitely maybe want to consider getting on your team. So how do people find you to shop, um, to uh, become a part of your team, or just uh, maybe even calling you out to them and things like that? How do we find you? The easiest way to find me is to, of course, call or text me. That number is 225-286-7038. Um, to shop, you can always go, you can always call that number as well, or you can also go on the website, which is www.youravon.com backslash B-B-A-C-O-T-E. I'm going to spell my last name for you. <laughs> and then yes. um and then also online, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I'm on Facebook at Benita Baycoat, Avon Independent Sales Rep. So Baycoat is B as in boy, A, C as in cat, O, T as in Tom, E. I'm also on Instagram. Um, Instagram is, I have to look at my little cheat sheet here, Avon Lady underscore Benita. Um, yes. Facebook. Facebook, you can actually find an easier way to find me is Benita Avon, I-N-D-S-L-S, rep, and Twitter at Nita underscore B-A-C-O-T-E. Okay, y'all, so I want y'all to listen to this because, once again, we have another person that has come on that is stating multiple ways that you can find her. 
So, yes, you could be a small business. You could have a small business at home. You can have a small business and a job. And, yes, you can have multiple ways to get in touch with you. And what I want you to notice is that she is Googleable just like anybody else. So, yes. I celebrate you as a, a sister, as a friend. Um, I am so excited for everything that you are doing, and I've watched you grow. Apparently, I might have been sleeping myself. Look, I don't want to be like the, the Judas <laughs> friend. I'm in the boat cheering. Now, I am rowing, but I did not realize that your team had grown so so uh, large. So congratulations to you. Thank that you. Is a, that is a big deal. That is such a big deal. Um, ladies, Please learn how to celebrate other people. It's nothing wrong with celebrating each other's success. Um, you want to definitely be the energy and be the change that you wish to see um, yourself. So if you know that you want people to celebrate you, start celebrating others. That is actually uh, the act of reciprocity goes so far. And so it's so important for you to celebrate those who are actually out there doing things, doing big things. And if they make it before you, you still keep cheering because you expect that person to also do the same for you when you make it. So I am so excited for you. I, I just I cannot. This is another person, you all, that is from my home state, uh, from my hometown. And, of course, we're over 1,000 miles away. But if I have anything that comes to Baton Rouge, she's one of the first to order. She's always the first for a booth. She get a booth first. Um, she's one of the first ones there, one of the last ones to leave. Uh, we appreciate you, and, thank, and I thank you so much just for over the years for always supporting even when we were really, really small. <laughs> uh, we were really, really small. And so, of course, we have continued to grow. Um, I am really just honored to know you and know your spirit. Um, I believe that the ladies that are under you, and I'm sure because it's open to gentlemen as well, correct? Yes, it is. It is. And we yes. do have a few good gentlemen on the Avon side as well. And I know that I, my well, my daughter, her cherry blossom was her thing. Um, I think she might have bought enough cherry blossom. She should have been named cherry blossom or something. That should have been a nickname. And that was always her favorite. And, of course, I know everybody's grandmother had skin so soft for the culture. You had skin so soft in your house. Um, uh -huh. I I appreciate you so much just for coming on, sharing so many nuggets. Uh, that's a training class in itself. Um, again, you all, I definitely encourage you to keep up with Vanita. Uh, definitely patronize her business. Um, you see that your money is being sown into good soil, into good ground. Um, again, congratulations to you. Um, you. Bye-bye uh, for now, but not uh, for good. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. And, again, y'all, so share this podcast. Shared. It's stilettotalks.podbean.com. We are on Google Play. Um, we're working to be on iTunes. Um, we may be on iTunes by the time this actually uploads. I will make sure that, um, Benita, you get the date um, so that you can share it to your um, all of your supporters as well back home. But, again, I, I can't thank you enough for being on here. Definitely check us out. We have some amazing women that are coming on every week. Yes, the majority are from my hometown. But if you feel like you have a business worth sharing, we need you on the show, females. Uh, calling the ladies, make sure that you email me at contact at paulajhutchinson.com. Uh, reach out to me. Talk to me about what your business is. I want to get a little bit of information from you, and then we will set a date. Um, there is no charge to actually be on the show, but we want to find out what makes you tick, what makes you rock. 
How do you find balance? There are so many ladies that need to hear your story because together we can win this thing um, and be the change that we want to see. And for our minority women um, that are in business, we are to be celebrated. We are opening businesses five times faster than anyone else in the U.S., and that is done by our will and by our drive. So thank you so much, Benita. I appreciate you all. Thank you. Be sure to check out Stiletto Talk. I'm Paula Hutchinson, and we are out.